This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. What percentage do you think that you're lucky and what percentage do you think that you're smart out of 100? 100% smart. <laughs> All right, I like it. I'm not I'm not a dumb blonde. I'm just very good at pretending to be one. <laughs> Hi, welcome to week two of Just Be. I am so blown away and moved and shocked by the support and feedback that I've gotten from you so far. You have rallied. I'm speechless. I mean, so many of you didn't know how to subscribe to podcasts and had never listened to one before, including myself, and you just came and you loved it and you rated it. And I read all the comments and I could not be more thrilled. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Keep listening, keep rating, keep reviewing, keep subscribing. Today's going to be an incredible show. Uh, Dorinda is here. Uh, It's usually just me talking to you, but sometimes I just want to have someone come in if I feel that it's something you might want to hear or something they might want to have, might want to say. Dorinda's got a lot of wisdom. She's funny. She's abroad. She just left the Housewives and it's sort of a story and no one knew whether she got fired or whether she left, except I knew that. And it's just... A good conversation, just light and bright and funny and stupid. And I love Dorinda, and I know you're going to love everything she has to say today. All right, let's get this party started. So Dorinda is here. You may think she's funny if you've ever seen her on television, but they don't really, really capture how fucking hilarious she is. And for someone like me 
who's a comedy snob to say someone's hilarious, it is a big goddamn deal because I'm not interested in people who aren't funny. Well, I take that as a big compliment. It's like an orgasm. <laughs> you need to get, it's like I need, I get off laughing at you. You're hysterical. Aww. But good laugher because people really enjoy. You're a great, <laughs> people don't say, you're a guttural laugher. I love a guttural laugher. Exactly. That's what we're going to call you, a guttural laugher. Wait, so you were. Yeah, and I think on the show they really found me funny. I thought about that after the fact, like people never really laughed really hard. Like I, I, I'm definitely better and more funny off the show that I'm, I'm more of a sort of a, a one liner on the show, but I'm, I make people really laugh in my home and stuff. Well, beyond. And the audience laughs at you, but even still wasn't portrayed as, as funny, but the girls on the show don't think you're that funny. Cause they don't really have a sense of no. humor. They literally don't have a sense of humor, which is super important. Um, so, well, you know, here we go. We could, say a, we could say a lot about that. Here now. we go. All right. So you left the show. We're going to get a little bit into that. It was said that you had a rough season. Listen, I did not have a good season this year, so I'm not going to make excuses for that. But I was doing real. You know, that's where I was at that time. It's, it, you know, it has been said that, you know, I probably should have taken a year off like, uh, like you did, you decided to do. And I'll be honest with you, I felt very, very scared going into the season because not only was my life very intense with all the things that, you know, the house, my father, broken rib, breaking up with John. She broke up with her boyfriend, her father got sick, and her house flooded. Because everyone might not have seen. Okay. And then I broke my rib. So it was like, wow. But I think the thing, the and maybe I'm not putting any blame, but you know, when you left, I was really in a mode of coming back and being a powerful couple. So then- you know, I got the, I came back and I was sort of a toothpick in an ocean and I didn't, I, I wasn't, I didn't get my voice out correctly. Exactly. Well, that's exactly. And you get in over your skis, you drink, something happens, you say something, and then you're in your head about what you've just said, but the show must go on. You're still filming. There's still cameras. So that's what is challenging. And that's where I do feel you. And listen, Everybody always gets their resurrection season. So the next season, the person is super cautious. That's right. They got burned. Everything they did wrong the season before. Well, we've seen that in the other the other characters. We've seen that in, the, in, in our characters on our show. And listen, I had a rough season, but that's what we do as housewives. We have good seasons. We have bad seasons. We, we, we come back and we change it up. And listen, I was looking forward to coming back this year. I was looking forward to having that moment. I mean, when I found out when this thing all went down, I was just getting off the phone with this woman... That was doing, she's doing a Bluestone Manor gingerbread house. And I'm thinking it's going to be great for the show. And oh my God, this is going to be my season. And I'm going to come back because everything's done. I'm in a good place. So it really was sort of, you know, no one likes rejection, right? Well, no, if you go out with a guy and you feel like you did something stupid or had bad breath or had spinach in your teeth and you find it out when you get home, you want to go out, you hope the guy calls and then yeah. you get to go again to just like make it, make it nice. You wanted to make it nice. That's the truth. Listen, truthfully is this, I, I didn't talk because I didn't want to talk. I I was ready to go back. I was excited about going back. I was planning on going back and I thought I would have a great year. I wasn't given that option. That's a great way to say it. Your option was not exercised. Yeah, the option was not exercised. It, in my mind, you know, they, they're calling it a pause, which I don't really, for me, I'm an old fashioned girl. If you're not waitressing and getting paid, you're not waitressing. Okay. okay. So- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So 
At the end of the day, was it mutual? No. This is pretty much the first time I've spoken as honestly outside of you and I talking that I've done. And you can you can attest to that. Uh, 100%. And you've been respectful even here today. We've talked about it a lot. My advice to you was, it's going to be tempting to say something. Let the dust settle and relax and just yeah. let it breathe because yeah. you want it to go I back. W- and I would. And I, it's released me to do other things. You know, it, it, it's... It's put me in a really much saner place because you can become, because of my personality, no matter what I do, it is everything to me. It could be cooking. It could be motherhood. It could be doing this damn Bluestone Manor. You know, I'm all in. I'm like you. There's really no gray in our life. It's either. No. So, you know, when I, you know, so it takes a while to get away from that. But then when you get away from it and you start to have all these other opportunities, look at, I get to be here today. This wouldn't have happened. And you can develop your friendships in a different way. My friend, Heather Kersner, who I love, when I called her up, she, she said to me, because she's moving to New York, she said to me, oh my God, I'm so happy you're not going back this year. Now you can be with your your friends again because you've been ignoring us for six years. You never want to just be Dorinda anymore. And in a weird way, that was one of the best things anyone could have said to me because it's kind of true. It's kind of true. And because birthday parties aren't real, they're bright and lit and your ta- conversations aren't real. And you think that the world understands the show or cares about it and most people don't even know what it is but what I want to say is you do like thriving but you like surviving something too you're a great underdog you like fighting back from something you're a warrior so I feel like this is good because you were upset and I was worried about you and but I also was like excited for you because you know what it made a decision for you it created a path for you you left on the best possible terms so like just quickly 99.9% of housewives that leave the housewives were fired and 99.9% of that 99.9% say that it was mutual or that it was their idea. And it's not. It's just the money is too good for being this kind of high-class prostitute. And people just don't leave unless they are financially sound in other ways. You're in it. You're in it. And you just, it becomes part of your lifestyle. And then they pay you well. And you don't have a reason not to be. You're chasing the dragon. Yeah, personally, financially, all these ways. Like, I can't go. I can't go on a trip in October. I'm filming. Right. You know, so that's how you think. You're in it. Kind of cultish a little way. And, you know, I kind of decided during that, when it happened, to just go silent. You know, all these housewives handle it different ways. They put out curate statements. They work with Bravo This. They they go on talk shows, podcasts. They try to get their word out. The day it happened, I literally put down the phone. I think I called you. I called my mom. I called Hannah. And in a weird way, the hardest call for me was, oh God, I'm going to cry about, was my mother. Because it wasn't so much about the um, the the going back or not going back. I was just so afraid she was going to, you know, I've never failed at anything, Aww. you know. And I think the last time I cried to my mother was when Richard died because I don't cry. I get through it. And I said, I, I, I feel like I let you down, Aww. you know. And she said, no. No, she said, I think this is the healthiest thing for you. You've been running like a maniac since your husband died. And now let's see where who Dorinda is. You don't have to do motherhood. You don't have to be a wife. You should just spend time, some time and be Dorinda. Find who that person is again. And also, too, I forgot that I didn't get created on the housewives. I already came a fully baked cake. I just gave them a piece of it. So it wasn't hard for me to transition back. I'm pretty much doing what I would do anyway. Well, but what I mentioned last time... It's not that easy for a woman in her 50s to start a new career and make an income like that. That's what holds yes. the people in because it's not 23-year-olds, don't forget. And it's not, you know, it's 50-something is the average age. So that's like, where else are they? What are you going to go? You're going to go work at IBM in, in corporate and make that, you know? Well, that's, that's the thing. 
And also, too, I'm too ambitious, too curious, too alive to do nothing. So that that's where where it got tricky for me. It wasn't you know? Was that that you know? Fear sets in. Fear sets in, and you got to really fight that because if you just let it breathe, you realize that like you know, I think you even said after three or four days, you just sound so different. You sound happy because the first couple of days I was panicked. No, I know. You sometimes just have to jump to fly. Now, Dorinda was maybe pushed out of the plane, but she chose to fly. And the thing I think is that it made you a little more relevant and interesting for some reason. You were clumped in with a group just like me in a way. And somehow the way you left for you more than anyone, because everybody, and this is for people who get broken up with, by the way, people who get let go. There's something nice about being honest. Like it's liberating and you, you, there's nothing to hide behind. And so many people in this same experience that you've gone through with similar popularity have tried to be like, you know, no, it was mutual. I broke up with them, blah, blah, blah. I've spent so much time about that. And it hasn't seemed genuine. The message doesn't come across and it doesn't seem confident. Like something about the way you've left seems very confident. It seems very liberated. It seems honest and it seems empowering. And it honestly seems well, like you're more you. relevant. I don't know why, but it just came out. The cake came out good. I was really surprised and pleased how the audience spoke for me. Exactly. Like, I was really like, wow, I was loved. Because you forget that. I, I didn't even realize how beloved you are. It I makes sense either. that you are because you're such, so iconic and abroad and funny and honest. And you're like someone's fun, like, aunt in a good way. Oh, but thanks. I want to have you back. I think you're amazing. And I would love for you to be my Robin anytime you want to do it. This is amazing. I think talking's healing. And you explore yourself as, as well as, you know, just opening up. It's healing. So I love it all. You know me. I mentioned it all. Stay with me because I'll be talking to Paris Hilton when we come back after the break. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. Love this. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand 
attempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Well, today's discussion with Paris takes me full circle. I'm going to be talking to Paris Hilton, who I used to babysit and nanny before she was the incredible boss businesswoman that she is now. So she now has 19 product brands, including fragrances, skincare, fashion, makeup, and more. She is a DJ who performs around the world. And most recently, she was the subject of a documentary on YouTube called This Is Paris, This is Paris is unbelievable. She is just unfiltered raw. She goes there. She lets you see really the other side. So basically, this interview is just real Paris. And uh, we've never heard her like this before. And I'm just honored and grateful that I got to have this opportunity to talk to her. So let's get into it. How are you? Good. How are you, babe? I'm good. I have to tell you that I finished the documentary last night and I, I, I didn't really sleep. I was, it really was spectacular. Like, I can't believe how good it was. I mean, thank you. Yeah. I literally, I texted your mom. I texted Nikki. I couldn't believe how good it was. I was actually moved and I just, it was so real and so courageous and just so not forced. Yeah. I think it's definitely the first time I've actually been my true self and, was just so open and honest and really just put it all out there in ways that I never have in my life. Do you feel free, a little more just like liberated, lighter? How do you feel? Definitely. I feel which is like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders, just something that, you know, I've been holding in for so long, you know, and just to kind of release that from me. And now I've seen the film so many times just watching it and also just seeing how, how different I was even last year. Because when you're living that life and you're traveling constantly, you don't really realize it. But after literally just watching myself and just seeing just how stressed out I was, how lonely I was, just how I was going through so much. And now today to be in such a different mindset and it just, it makes me feel just really happy and also really proud of just the woman I am and what I've been through and how strong I am. I think it's amazing. And I also like that you refer to yourself as a woman because, I mean, you look so young and just watch, you know, you're always sort of like flitting through life and it seems so effortless and carefree. You're a serious businesswoman. And I want to know, do you think of yourself like that? Do you think of yourself as a serious businesswoman? 
Yes, definitely. I also am always going to be a kid at heart. That's just how I am. But I, I, I now I'm like a full grown up <laughs> businesswoman. <laughs> yes. You absolutely are. And I don't think most people know that I met your I met your aunt Kyle at La Scala where you used to go with your whole family um, for chopped salads and I was the hostess and um, your mom needed a uh, someone to help her at the staircase, which I saw for a second in the documentary and I was wrapping gifts. She had this store with all these ornaments <laughs> and like all this tchotchkes, which I am like the least, ch- I don't have a single extra thing. And um, then part of the job became coming to, in my Ford probe to get you and Nikki from Lycée from this sort of like fancy French school. And I remember we'd go with Kyle like to the like mobile mart or the gas station after and we, we I would take you guys ice skating. And <laughs> I can't remember. Do you remember that? Because yes. you were young. Do you you do? Yes. <laughs> so I would take you to go get ferrets at the pet store at Century City. <laughs> and Nikki would want to go to Rampage, which was sort of like I don't know. It was like, what is, what was, what is Rampage? Do you remember yes. Rampage, that store? Oh my God. Rampage is like the forever 21 of today. Right. <laughs> okay. That's exactly, I could, that's exactly the way, exactly what it was. That's so funny just to remember all of that. And it's so cute that we've known each other for so long. And look how far you've come, boss babe. A, na- <laughs> a, na- a nanny to Paris Hilton and now <laughs> killing it. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And yeah, I mean, I see watching the documentary, I see a lot of, similarities in our lives. I mean, I, I, I've had a definitely unsavory, uh, aspects of my childhood and I, I relate to you. Um, I relate to you not sleeping and that being like a mania, like something that's maddening inside. I mean, yes, you had specific reasons for that as do I, but just like you not being able to turn your mind off because you're always activated, always working, you know, I want to know, how you view like old school hard work and how hard do you actually work? And what does that mean? Like, how do, how do you ap- apply that? Um, well, I feel very blessed to have grown up in a family that is full of entrepreneurs and, you know, businessmen and just looking up to my great grandfather, my grandfather, my father, they were always my mentors growing up and I always wanted to make them proud. And it was always a lot to live up to just with the Hilton name what I went through definitely gave me that drive to want to become independent and to want to not just be known as the Hilton Hotel granddaughter. I always had this drive to be known as Paris and build my own brand separate from my family. So it's, it's obviously it's taken a lot of work ever since I was a teenager. I've been working nonstop with all my traveling and just constantly every single day. It's, it's something different because I have 19 product lines. I do music. I DJ. I am a businesswoman. I am a brand. I am an artist. It's just nonstop every single day. It's very, very intense and it's activating. It's like absolutely, you're, you're just on all the time. Is time or money more valuable to you? Now, I know money's important and I know that you're working hard, but for me, for example, doing something has to be so worth it. My life has just been so nonstop. So I never really had a second to just think about it. It's all been about my business and my work. And now I, I, you know, I, I obviously I still have that drive. I love to work, but I also value my time a lot more. I'm really more focused on things that are more important in my life, like my relationship, moving on to the next phase of my life. And continuing to be that businesswoman, but not 
you know, to just to be everywhere and going to Ibiza and like, you know, living out there and touring and just this really hectic schedule where I really couldn't focus on myself. I really just want to be happy with what I've created and, and not focus so much on, you know, like the monetary aspect of it. Well, it's funny because I think of it as buckets where I say I'd rather have six buckets really full than 20 buckets, you know, just like half full. Meaning like the really, like if your relationship is one bucket, it's something quality that you can invest in. If this other business opportunity isn't such a time suck, but it's really has a big return on your investment, then that's a good bucket to fill. Mm-hmm. Are you capable of being present and being in the moment? Meaning without stimulation, without the phone, without calling someone, without just being present? Um, now I am more than ever. I think before I was just so addicted to being on the phone and on social media. And like you said, like getting stuck in these rabbit holes where you're like on Instagram or looking in, you know, all the online shops and just kind of getting distracted in that way. Um, so now I, I take time where I just put my phone away and that's like a rule that my boyfriend and I have, like we always want to be there and have that time together. So during dinners or when we're ever together, we both don't even take our phones out because we're just really talking with each other. And I've never been that way before. Like I've always, any time I've been at dinner or anything, I've literally been on the phone maybe 80% of the time. Um, but now I'm just in such a great place and I really enjoy my conversations with my boyfriend. So I don't really care to look at my phone like I used to. Which is interesting because if you're just looking at your phone, you're like in your own head, in your own life. If you're talking to somebody else, you're learning from them, you're growing. It's sort of like you're not just in your hole with yourself, which I think is is a great note for people too. And For sure. Well, have you noticed a difference in your business and the way that you're working? Are you working, you know, smarter in being more present in that way? Definitely. Uh, I used to have nightmares every single night. And now my nightmares have went away. I think from the film, just talking about my experiences and everything I've went through that really helped. And I'm just so happy. It's hard to describe. That's amazing. I never thought I could feel this way. That's a beautiful thing. Everyone deserves to be happy. And it might just be your transition in your time. You know, you might just be finally blossoming. And this is like a good chapter. Yes. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. 
So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. Love this. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. All right, so you started out on The Simple Life when you were 16, and you now have a major empire with multiple product lines and businesses. And I want to understand how you went from what could easily have been a superficial passing socialite moment to who you are today. Well, when I was on The Simple Life, I, you know, before I made that decision, I reality TV was so new. There was nothing out there. It was basically the first of its kind. So I didn't know what I was getting myself into. But I went for it. And then when the show aired and had 13 million viewers and was you know, such a huge success, at that moment, I realized this is my platform to help me build my business and my brand. And while I was you know, just doing the show and doing everything, I started really thinking about what my next steps were. And that's when I went and met with all the fragrance companies and did my first deal with Parlux. And now today I have just released my 27th fragrance. Um, So yeah, I think the the Simple Life was definitely that turning point in my life where I knew with this platform I could build a huge business. So that's interesting for people that are listening that aren't on TV, that may not be on Instagram, that you, we have the same thing. So what I'm finding is through interviewing really successful people that there are just similar things that I have in common or that we all have in common that are just coming out. And I want to know... How are you the talent and also the CEO? Well, since the beginning of my career, I've, that's how it's always been. I feel like I'm like kind of like this walking live billboard brand for my business and my brand. So I've always had to be the CEO and being in charge of my business because it's such you know, a ma- like massive empire that I've built. And I feel that if you really want things to get done in the correct way, you need to do them yourself. So I agree. I'm just, I'm there for all of it. It's, it's, it's a lot that goes into it, especially when you have to be that public person and you have to be on all the time and, and, 
and really putting yourself out there. And then also being in the boardroom, doing all my business with all my different brands and all the companies I work with. Right. And it's funny that you say that because there's one thing I took away there is that you do have to do it yourself. Like, but there are other people around you in business that you could trust. If I mean, from like a creative understanding your brand, are there those people? Yeah, of course. I'm there 100% for everything I do. But I also have amazing people helping you, you know, behind the scenes, supporting me and helping make everything happen because, you know, you, that's a really important part of being a businesswoman is really putting together that team of people. If you don't have the right team, it's, it's just makes it so much more difficult. And how hard is it to find? Doesn't it take years and oh. you have people you can't trust and people that are morons? And how long does it take to get your dream team? Years and years. It's it's really, I've went through so many different people and I've been burned so many times and I've had people take advantage of me and steal from me and lie to me and use my name. It's just, I've been through hell and back in that area of my life because it's it's really hard to get someone that either understands you or that doesn't become greedy and start trying to do these side deals without telling you. It just, there's so much that goes into it. And when, before when I was constantly traveling, it's hard to really even know what they're doing behind the scenes and what they're getting away with until I, everything always comes to light though. I feel that I always find out when something is happening. I might not find out right away, but you know, the truth always comes out. Agreed. And it seems like you used to be much more open and I was the same way. I trusted everybody and you got to be, you have to be a gangster about it. You know, you can smell it. You can smell it. You could just, you know, when something feels wrong, it could be off the littlest thing, the littlest charge, the littlest weird thing. And then if that's one thing, it's like, if there's one rat, there's a hundred of them. So then you're like, oh no, now I got to look down this thing. Cause this is, yeah. yeah. And then I'm just, once that happens, I'm done with the person. I can't trust them. And that's when I just, I can't have them in my life or my circle. Same. How decisive are you? So sometimes for me, like I could take a long time to order a pasta, but I could decide about my business or buying a house in two seconds. So how decisive are you in business? I really just go with my gut feeling. And even sometimes my team will be like, I don't think you should do this. And I I will think of it because I'm always thinking of long term. And I feel that a lot of people always think short term because all they care about is the commission on that one deal right away. And I, I don't know. I've always been the type of person who thinks into the future and thinks 10 steps ahead. You're a big picture thinker. It, you could say they're playing checkers and you're playing chess. Exactly. I love all your analogies. I'm going I'm to I'm use some of these. <laughs> Thank you. you can steal them. That's why I'm giving them to you. You can steal them. So you talk about family and children. Can you think about a relationship, partnership, like the way that you invest in business? And not specifically your business. I just mean with the same sort of passion and intensity and capability as you as you have in business in relationships? Because I ask myself this question. Um, before, no. Like before I was only focused on my work my and I think just the relationship part of it was more me always pretending, like portraying like, oh, this is the perfect life. I have the perfect boyfriend, all of that. But I was never truly happy because I was just traveling. I was working so hard. So I didn't really have time to invest into my relationship. It was just all about my business. And, you know, now I think that your relationship is the most important part. And now, especially during this pandemic, to have so much time together, I feel like, especially with my boyfriend and I, we have lived like what most couples would experience like in five years Mm. in these past nine months together. 
So it's brought us so close. And I think your relationship has to do with everything, your happiness, how you feel, the future of your family and your life. So I'm investing more into my relationship now than I do into my businesses because that's more important to me. Well, that's an interesting gift from the pandemic. You had this intense exploration that if you were distracted and running everywhere, it might not have gotten so deep in this time. Yes, definitely. So that's a gift. Um, so explain your different path from Nikki's because you guys used to be one identity. You were Paris and Nikki, Paris and Nikki, and you really took different paths. And, um, you know, you're, she's portrayed even in the, and it's not portrayed. It's maybe true. I mean, I know you both and she's very calm. I would say, call her the silent assassin. She's very (laughs) calm and, you know, but she's tough. Like, I don't think people realize how tough she is. Um, and you both have a lot of your mom and you and your grandmother. Cause you don't forget. I knew your grandmother too. You talk about her in the documentary. Yeah. I remember her hiding all her jewelry in the mayonnaise jar. And like, <laughs> she, she was totally nuts and fun and like abroad. She was abroad. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I loved that about her. How did that path separate? How did that path diverge? Yeah. We started our career together as teenagers when we went to Tokyo and that's when we started the brand the Hilton sisters. And then as we grew up, then Nikki, Nikki was always, I think definitely when people see the film, they're going to see, see what you just said, that she's just such a boss, so strong. And she's always, even though she's my little sister, I've always looked up to her like my big sister. She's always just been the one who just tells me how it is. And I don't really have a lot of people in my life who are like that. It's so true. And I think she seems, she comes off as cold. She's really thoughtful. Like I I had, I had a loss. I lost my um, fiance passed away and you know, she really, I could tell she really felt it. Like she felt really, you know, bad. She really does care. And she also seems like she cares about the people she cares about. And then the rest, she doesn't really, you know, you have that whole thing. You keep your circle tight. Definitely. And I think she also became that way because seeing me go through so much and seeing me get burned by people or just things that have happened to me, I think have really affected her. And yeah, she does come off like cold and stern, but actually she's just super sensitive about things. And it's just the way she is. She's just such, just a strong person. And I don't know what I would do without her. One superficial question about stuff. I feel like you need a CSO, a chief stuff officer. (laughs) <laughs> I could do that. If I retire or if it really all goes to shit with this podcast, I could yeah. be a chief stuff officer. I would run that shit like a tight ship. You have no idea. Like, I'd be like, this comes in, that goes out. This goes here. Do you really give a shit about the stuff of it? What are your three or th- a few prized possessions that are not, you know, not your pets, not people, like material objects? What would you, what are your prized possessions? Um, my things I love, I love my Sliv Mobile, which is my... <laughs> What the hell is my BMW uh, i8, which I had wrapped in like holographic. It looks like unicorn mermaid <laughs> skin. It's like amazing. Okay, I, I love that, and I love my 21st birthday dress, which is something that I love and cherish wow. because okay. I think it's just such an iconic piece of fashion and like history. Okay, and then what else do I love? I love my doggy mansion. You have a doggy <laughs> mansion. <laughs> I, I love it because when I was little, I just brings back so many memories. Um, when we used to live at Stradella in Bel Air, mm-hmm. we had this dollhouse that my parents had for us. And I said, one day when I have kids, I'm going to build them a dollhouse like this. 
And because I don't have kids yet, I built this house for my fur babies, Mm -hmm. my little dogs. And it's just, it's so cute because it's like a miniature version of my house. It looks like (laughs) exactly the same on the outside and has like furniture and like really cute wallpaper and the chandelier. And it's just, it's so cute. Oh, I love it. And it's in L.A.? Yes. Is that the house that I, that Jacqueline Smith used to live in that was like the biggest thing that I could ever even imagine back then? Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh my God, I'm so happy for you. you. And I really know how much time this means to you. And I just want people to really understand how hard you have to work day in, day out to make it happen, which is also how people decide whether to do it or not. Because you got to be up first, there last, keep your eye on the prize at all times. You You know, you have your eye on the prize. And that's why you're, you know, where you are. Hard work is very important, but also just being a good person. Because I feel that a lot of people, when they do come in this industry, they forget where they came from and they turn into this different person and they end up thinking they're better than people. And my mom always instilled that in me. The night before the Simple Life aired, she said, when this airs on Fox tomorrow, your life is going to change forever. And I want you to remain and stay the same sweet, down-to-earth Paris that I love and know and and not, never let this get to your head. And that's a piece of advice I always used and always will use for the rest of my life. And I'm so lucky to have that support system in my family to give me that advice because I think a lot of kids in Hollywood, they don't have that support system with their family. And that's what you'll, that's the kind of parent you'll be and you'll just pay it forward and the cycle will continue like it did with your grandmother passing all this wisdom on to you and you'll pass it on to your kids and so on. Yeah. So I thank you so much. Just, I'm glad you trusted me today because I, you know, just wanted to know about the stuff that's really important that really makes you you. So I appreciate it very much. Thank you. I had so much fun talking with you. I miss you. I love you. Oh, I love you too. Thank you, Paris. I I was going to see maybe Nikki later. So she asked me for a margarita recipe the other day. So I guess she's not living on planet Earth because I don't know who doesn't know how to make a fucking margarita. But um, (laughs) uh, I will talk to her and tell her how great it was. And I love you too. And the best of success and try to sleep. Same time bed every night if you can, when you can, because I have the same issues. But we'll talk about that offline. All right, XO, big kiss. Yes. Bye, babe. Bye. I am so happy about that interview. I just feel that people are misunderstood and you just see, you can't judge a book by its cover, you know? I mean, you just have seen Paris like a rhinestone shining and just being sort of the original icon. And Paris Hilton talks no differently and thinks no differently about business than Mark Cuban does. And the the average person would not think you're putting Mark Cuban and Paris Hilton in the same sentence, but the truth of the matter is, I had Paris Hilton on the show because she is a business person. But the bottom line is there are certain tenets that everyone has, which is like, if you want to do something right, you have to do it yourself. It's that you have to be working harder than anyone else. It's that you can't really trust everybody. All these things, we're hearing these from anyone from Dana White, who's the head of the UFC, to Bozema St. John, who is uh, the head of marketing at Netflix, to Paris Hilton. And that's what's fascinating to me. So I'm loving it. And we're getting deeper and deeper. And I'm really grateful. So thanks for listening. Remember to come back next week and remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And that's all I got. Big kiss to you. (music) 
Just Be is hosted and executive produced by me, Bethany Frankel, Be Real Productions, and Endeavor Content. Our executive producer is Samantha Allison, and our producer is Caroline Hamilton. Corey Preventure is our consulting producer with the ever-faithful Sarah Katanak as our assistant producer. Our development executive is Nayantara Roy. Just Be is a production of Endeavor Content and Spoke Media. This episode was mixed by Sam Baer. And to catch more moments from the show, follow us on Instagram at Just Be With Beth. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.